Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. So we're getting into 2020 now and the last couple of podcast episodes I focused a lot around action planning for 2020. I covered the seven tips to make 2020 your best year yet and then we had a podcast with Mark Homer, the co-founder of Progressive Property, talking through his predictions for where the property market's going to go in 2020. A lot of people have messaged me on social media and they've asked me, Mark's talked about the predictions, but what's your plan, Kevin? So what's your property plan? Where are you going with your business? So what I thought would be worthwhile is for me to talk through a little bit of what I did in property last year and what my plan personally is for 2020. So last year, I actually had my best year yet. Now, some parts of my business was my worst year yet, and some parts were my best. So I had some business challenges with growth and staffing issues, and I've had to overcome those challenges. It set me back a little bit, but it's in a position now in my businesses with my staff. I've met a few staffing changes where I want to really scale up in 2020. Last year was my best year. My turnover across all of my businesses. So I've got 11 different companies now, joint venture partners with different people doing property deals. My turnover last year was just over £1.6 million. And I'm looking to increase that and hopefully break the £2 million mark in 2020. So we bought nine properties last year with JV Partners, a mixture of single lets and HMO properties. I also did a number of rent-to-rent joint ventures with some of my students. I lent money to people as well. So one of my income streams now is also lending out money to other investors. So I lent six different students of mine money to help them do deals using none of their funds. And at the same time, I raised over three million pounds in joint venture finance. So other people's money that I used for my deals and also for some of my no money down students deals. So quite a bit last year, but I want to really scale up 2020. It's the start of a new decade This next 10 years is going to be phenomenal for a lot of people in property. There's going to be a lot of opportunities out there with Brexit, when the uncertainty in the marketplace becomes massive opportunity. We are, the last crash was what, 2007, 2008, we're at 12 years into the cycle of the property cycle now. There is likely going to be another crash in the next decade. In the 2020s at some point, there's likely to be a crash. You've got to be prepared for that crash and ready for the crash. So one of the things I want to do in 2020 is do a lot more rent-to-rent deals. I'm I'm looking to do at least one a month with my students in joint ventures in different parts of the country because I don't want too many just in my town. So I'm looking to scale up in different towns around the country so we together can build cash flow to get ready together for when we are cash rich for when the next crash comes because Don't be mistaken, it's coming. It's about being ready for when it does come. So rent to rent is one of the big strategies I want to do a lot more on this year, especially with the um, lettings fee ban that came in last year as well. Letting agents are really struggling at the moment across the country. A lot of different agents are struggling with the lettings fee ban because about 30-35% of their turnover has just been wiped away by not being able to charge tenant fees. We as rent to rent companies, they can charge us a fee. So scaling that rent-to-rent business is a big part of my plan in 2020. I'm also continuing to do buy, refurbish, refinance. 
or lease option refurbish, refinance. So taking control of other people's properties, refurbishing them, refinancing them. And my aim this year is to do eight of those deals. So not quite one a month, but eight of those deals over the year. Um, good opportunity to build. So rent to rent will build you that cash flow, but the, the lease option and the buy to refurbish, refinance, that's about the long-term legacy, the long-term wealth. So if I can put eight of those into my portfolio, continue to grow the portfolio, that would be really cool this year as well. One of the things I've not done a lot of at all in property is flipping houses. So I'm very much a, a believer over the last few years of um, buying property or, or lease option in controlling property and holding them for the medium to long term or as long as possible. And I've never really done any buy to flip. I've done some assisted sales to flip. So you, you And I'm actually working on an assisted sale deal at the moment with a JB partner of mine in Lincoln. And we're looking at a property which is on the market for £189,000. We're looking to pay £189,000 where we can come in, do the refurbishment, sell the property and then pay the owner after we've sold the house. So that's we're assisting them in the sale of the property. And that's going to bring in about 20 grand each for me and my JV partner if we if we can get it done on time and within budget. But there's a lot of room in there for, for contingency should it not come in at that. 10, 15 grand each is still a great deal for the aim at the moment is 20 grand each from that deal without ever buying it. So I'm looking to do about three flips this year where they don't really work in my area. So Lincoln's not my area. I do live in Lincolnshire, but Lincoln itself's not my area. If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. That's about an hour from me. I don't really care where the deals are in the country, but areas where you can buy a property do a refurbishment and then make some money from it or don't buy the property, do a refurbishment and make some money from it. I'm looking to do at least three of those this year. So one every four months to get lumps of cash into my business as well. So you should all be thinking about what's my cash flow plan for monthly lumps of cash. And that's what rent to rent is. What's my long term plan? So what am I looking for from to build my portfolio long term? So that's the buy, refurbish, hold or lease option, refurbish, hold sort of single let, buy to let properties, whether you buy them or option them. And then my big lumps of cash regularly during the year. So that's the flipping houses, whether that be buy to flip or don't buy to flip the assisted sale model. So each one of those is a key aspect of my plan for 2020. I also want to continue to raise money. So um, joint venture finance. I raised over three million pounds last year from from people who wanted to invest their money into deals, but not necessarily be involved in the deal themselves. So not joint venture money, but just money lending. 
And a lot of people out there, a lot of people in the country and across Europe and the Middle East even that have got money that they want to invest into property, but they don't necessarily want to have a share of the property. So giving them an interest rate return on their money. So I raised over three million pounds last year from people who just wanted a return on their money. I personally, I couldn't spend three million pounds. Where I invest in property up north, the properties aren't expensive. I bought one before Christmas, 48 and a half thousand pounds. They're not expensive properties. So trying to, trying to spend three, three million pounds, it, I couldn't spend it myself. So what I did do was I helped allocate that money towards some of my students who managed to get deals done that, without using any of their funds. This year, I'm looking to raise over five million pounds. If I can raise five million pounds this year and use some of that money and then pass the rest of it on to some students within the progressive community to get a return, to get deals done. So the investor gets the return on their money, which is what they're looking for. They don't want the hassle of the property. And the students and myself, we get our deals done to make us some money, some long-term legacy by being able to hold property. So this, that money would be used for the buy, refurbish, refinance model. A big opportunity. Um, five million pounds is is it may seem like a lot of money for some people in terms of a, char- a target. It's actually not that high a target. A lot of people with money, actually five hundred grand, six hundred grand, a million quid is is one person could have a million pounds. It, you may be talking about seven or eight people lending some money over the year. So it's not a huge amount of funds to be honest. So that's covered the purchasing of property, the controlling of property, the joint venturing of property. What I also have in my business is my own lettings business. So just over two years ago, I set up my own lettings business so I could manage all of my portfolio in-house. I said I've had a few challenges within with staffing and stuff in 2019. We've got on top of that now. Um, the business, I, uh, it's not profitable at the moment, and it, but a lot of letting agents across the country have the same problem. So my business at the moment, I am funding it, putting money into it each month, but it's getting less and less each month. now. I put about a thousand pounds a month into my lettings business to keep it afloat. That might seem like, a, why would you run a business where you've got to put a thousand pounds a month in? But the choice is, do I put a thousand pounds a month into my own lettings business and have control of the business? Or do I give all of my properties to another letting agents or many letting agencies to manage? Now, if I outsourced all of my properties to another letting agents to manage, it would actually cost my property buying companies and controlling companies about seven to eight grand a month. So by me having it in-house and spending a thousand pounds a month to make the business break even, it's actually saving me six to seven grand a month across all of my businesses. So financially, I'm better off by about six to seven grand a month. However, I want each one of my companies to be profitable on their own, to stand on their own two feet, as they say. So this year, I want to make the letting agents to no longer need to be funded by me, to be a self-funding business. So we're looking to grow that this year. And at the same time, I want to be able to add another member of staff to the business. So an extra member of staff, I've got the wages to cover from that member of staff. That's going to be an additional cost. So I've got to take the costings of the extra staff member and me no longer funding the business into how many properties we need to grow the business by. So I'm looking this year to maybe grow the business by about 50 to 60 properties, which might not seem a lot, but per month, we're looking at five, six, seven properties per month to be taken on board, which is a high target for the company. But it's something that I've set my staff a target for for this year to try and grow that lettings business and make it self-funding. 
Now, that's all about my property business in terms of the buying and the, and the managing of the property. But I also want to grow my contacts. So a key part about how do you raise five million pounds in property? Well, a key part of raising five million pounds is you need to be known. People need to know you exist. People need to know you do property. So everyone should have in your plan growing your contacts. I want to grow my social media presence this year. And my following on Instagram is currently about 7,000 people. I want to get that over 20,000 by the end of the year. So 20,000 followers on Instagram. My LinkedIn is just under 30,000 at the moment. I want to get that just over 40,000. So my target for this year is to get over 40,000 followers on LinkedIn. And at the moment, my Facebook page has got just under 5,000 followers. I want to double that. I want to get that to around 10,000 followers by the end of the year. What that will equate to if I can get to know all of these extra people, is I want to meet face-to-face contact with a thousand more people this year. If I can get face-to-face contact with a thousand more people, that's going to bring big opportunities. It's going to bring funding opportunities. It's going to bring joint venture opportunities. It's going to bring opportunities not just to me, but also for some of my students, some of my other current JV partners. So in your plan, apart from just finding houses, you've got to have part of your plan is how am I going to attract and meet more people? What networking events are you attending? How often are you posting on social media? How many people are you contacting and speaking to every week? So I'd go down to the detail in my plan about how many posts I'm going to do a week, how, where I'm going to post them, what times I'm going to post them at, how many events I'm going to attend. I, I host two networking events at the moment. It's going to those events, meeting people, uh, speaking to them regularly. So building the contacts to every single contact that you build is an opportunity for you and them to make money together. So that's been quite serious up to this point, talking about the the deals I'm planning to do, the contacts I'm planning to gain, the money we're looking to raise. But what's it all for? So what about the fun aspect? So what are you going to do to make... uh, uh, But what about the fun aspect? But what about the fun aspect? So what are you going to do to enjoy yourself, to enjoy life? There's no point in working hard, 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 hard and not actually getting to enjoy the fruits of your labor. So I have built a little bit of fun into my life for the the 2020 into my plan. And it's not something I've actually done for a while. So many people that know me, um, I was in massive debt back in 2014. I met my my now wife and we both committed to changing our lives and... We got married 2016. We put off our honeymoon. We didn't even have one. Didn't go on holiday 2016, 2017, 2018. And this Christmas we went away. We had 10 days in Cape Verde. First holiday we've had together outside of going to Ireland where my family are and Latvia where her her family are. So it's our our first real holiday. But what I've committed to this year is that I want to go away as a family on three holidays during the year. So three places go away as a family to enjoy and have some fun I want to keep my wife happy. So everyone listening in will know you want to keep your wife happy. You want to keep your husband happy. You want to keep your partner happy. You want to keep your cat happy, your dog happy, whoever it is to you, you want to keep them happy. So um, I want to make sure that I'm around more. I worked hard the last few years. I've also worked smart the last few years by having a plan. But this year, I want to also make sure that I switch off a little bit because one of my biggest problems is I am a bit of a, of a workaholic because I love doing what I do. I don't see it as a job. When I was in a job at Lang O'Rourke working 60 plus hours a week in construction, I seen that as a job. So I was a quality manager looking at auditing different construction sites, airports, railways, all this stuff, not houses. But um, 
I seen it as a job. I, I used to struggle to get up in the morning. What I do now, uh, podcasting, speaking, buying property, viewing houses, running a letting agency, uh, speaking to JV partners, that's not a job, that's fun. And I see that as fun. And then trying to get fun into my life, I'm thinking, well, I've already have, I have fun in my life. But I kind of forget that, but my wife doesn't have fun in her life because that's all what I consider fun while she's maybe at home with the kids and I should be there more often. And when I'm at home, I really struggle to switch off. So switch off from property, spend some time with my family where it's just about me and them. So one of the things I'm really committed to this year is that I'm going to relax more. I'm going to switch off in the evenings, certain times and just have some family time. We're going to, I'm going to allocate days in my diary that are going to be family days where I'm going to turn the phone off and not take any calls. They can wait till the next morning. They can wait till after 11 o'clock at night once the family day is over. So we'll have a period of time. And I've already reduced it from next morning till 11 o'clock at night. I can't go because I, I love what I do. So I have a fun life. Maybe I've forgotten a little bit that maybe my wife, my kids need to have a fun life too. So there's going to be more holidays this year. There's going to be um, maybe a new car for either me or my wife. I probably won't get away with getting me one first. So I might get her one first. Um, relaxing a bit more, switching off a bit more and making sure that we go away as a family three times this year somewhere where we can enjoy the, the fruits of our labour from the last few years because none of us know how long we've got left. So I guess as a recap, guys, make sure you've got your plan for 2020. It doesn't matter what the predictions for 2020 are from Mark Homer. It doesn't matter what the seven things to make you this year your best year are. It's knowing it is one thing, doing it is another. Make your plan. Have a plan to get cash flow into your life. Have a plan to meet more people. Have a plan to raise money this year. Have a plan about how many viewings you're going to do. What marketing you're going to do. Are you going to do flipping of houses or are you going to do holding of houses? Are you going to do both? And what fun are you going to put into your life this year? What things are you going to do that you enjoy? So you you might not enjoy going away on three holidays, but... Whatever it is for you that you enjoy, maybe it's a game of golf, maybe it's um, a walk in the park, whatever it may be, make sure you find time for doing the things that you want to do in your life. So make sure you've got really clear goals that you can go out there and smash your property plan for 2020, your business plan for 2020, but also make sure that you've got goals written down for having some fun to spend some time with your family or your loved ones or or even just with yourself where you're switched off from business. Because at the end of the day, what is the business for? What's the money for? What's the income creation for? It's for you and for the things that mean the most to you. Enjoy the journey, guys. I've been Kevin McDonald. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. Remember, we're on iTunes and Stitcher out every Tuesday at 7.30. Subscribe, tune in, follow us on YouTube and hopefully I'll see you at one of the Progressive Property events somewhere in the country during 2020. If you're there, come and say hello. Let me know what you think of the podcast. I've been Kevin McDonald. You've been absolutely awesome. Everybody.